what's up, what's up, Snap Survivors? Snap Survivors. I am James, a.k.a. Dr. Doom and Gloom, and that's Eddie. This is a hostile takeover of your refugee camp. You thought you were safe after Thanos' snap? Think again. Well, well, well. (laughs) I don't even know what to say. Welcome back to After the Snap. Thank you for coming back and joining us for another episode. And if this is your first time, you picked the dandy. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the party. And while I'm welcoming people to the show, as promised, I brought my friends to come and talk nerdy with us. I got Eddie and James, a.k.a. Dr. Doom and Gloom from, see, I told you. <laughs> Full disclosure, she said she was gonna say from from A to Geeks. And I said, Well, you could say of. And she's like, nah, I'm probably gonna say from from. So there it is. Of <laughs> from A to Geeks podcast. So well, you know what? Introduce yourselves. Eddie, we're gonna start with you. What's Tim. up, everybody? <laughs> uh, I'm Eddie host of From A to Geeks. That's all you gotta say. That's all I got. What do you want? You'll discover me more in Falling Melody. That sounds erotic. (laughs) (laughs) Get unfucked up now. (laughs) And as he was saying... Uh, we are from A to Geeks, and I am James, aka Dr. Doom and Gloom. Welcome and behold. That's my little intro I do on our show, so I figured I'd do it on this show. Okay. What's up, everybody? We cover everything anime, comics, TV, movies, and video games on our end, and we are here today to talk with our friend, Tasha Pierce. And he rhymes, too. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a wild week in comics, right? We have had, uh, a little bit of everything. The only thing we haven't gotten is a date that these goddamn tickets are going to go on sale <laughs> for Endgame. The week really ended last week with some news that I kind of ignored for a moment because I think James can handle that situation a little bit better than I can. Mm. Because I, a lot of people are not going to like my opinion, what I feel about that. But I'm going to hand it over to James. James, tell us what you thought about the Zack Snyder rant. Uh, Okay. So for those of you who don't know, Zack Snyder was at some hosted event of the director's cuts of three of his films by Vero. And during the Q&A of that event, someone asked him the question of his decision to have Batman killing his foes on the big screen. And to that, he said, and I quote, someone says to me, Affleck's Batman killed a guy. I'm like, fuck, really? Wake the fuck up. I guess that's what I'm saying. Once you lost your virginity to say this fucking movie and then you come and say to me something about my superhero wouldn't do that. I'm like, are you serious? I'm like down the fucking road on that. It's a cool point of view to be uh, like my heroes are innocent. That's cool. But you're living in a fucking dream world. End quote. Mm. <laughs> oh, fuck. Mr. Snyder, calm the 
fuck down. Jesus H. Christ. You haven't been dealing with this for like a year and a half to two years. How long would they come out? I don't even give a fuck. Look, <laughs> I understand what he's saying from his side and that he created a world that's more gritty, that's more, uh, I guess, what would actually happen if Batman was there. Like, if really existed in our world, therefore, in this situation that he created, Batman would really have no choice but to kill. But I'm going to direct your consciousness and your eyes to another set of fucking films by none other than Christopher Nolan, the Dark Knight trilogy. Batman didn't kill one motherfucker in that shit. And those were some of the greatest Batman movies of all time. So don't come at me where your Batman has to kill because it fits your scenario. And then get all pissed off when it does, when people actually confront you about it. Nah, fuck you. Get the fuck out of my face. And that's the part, that's the part that's like fucking shocking to me. It's like, okay. <laughs> okay, Zach. Because I am of the belief WB gave Zach the reins, told him this is your character, you do what you want with him right now. And that's what he wanted to do. But you have to know that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. And guess what? You got what you asked for. You got a group of people who feel very vehemently that Batman is never, ever, 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 ever supposed to kill. And then you have another group of people who are saying, oh, it's okay because Zach, you know, because Zach, they just, whatever Zach says, they're going to do it anyway. So those are the Zachalites. But you have this group of people that you, you kind of are, you, you have to cater to them a little or you have to expect a blowback. So I didn't like the way he addressed it with the whole wake the fuck up. Yeah. I didn't like that. Fucking dream world. Right. <laughs> but unfortunately, love it or hate it, he had permission to have Batman do whatever he wanted him to do and the comics and the the movies are separate two separate entities so I can get where he's going with the character but I don't understand why so serious? <laughs> why, why did he get so fucking angry about it like that? That's the thing. I think we've seen a lot of backstory why he got aimed that way. Because uh, if any superhero was going to go and do that and go to that extent, I can see why it would be Batman. After all the years of torment from all the villains, like he has the best villain roster, but that's all means that he's gone through the worst life. Yeah. You know, being... What? I mean, okay. So why all of a sudden is you getting all jazzy with Superman? You had oh. Joker. You had you. You know why? Why now? That, that no, was my that's question. A very good point. But like for me, it was never about the fact that Batman was killing. It's the road out of it that was weird. And then the complete shift in Justice League to like, I don't know, I don't even know what that was. Yeah. That wasn't the Batman. To like bro Batman? <laughs> he started taking Zannies. <laughs> How the fuck are you gonna go from killing like 50 people to fucking laying jokes about your wealth? Fuck out of here. Goddamn mess. But, you know. <laughs> but I understand where he's coming from, Zack Snyder, because he's been dealing with this for the longest time. Like, so many people have problems with that. I understand, but nowadays, like, literally, this guy would probably turn a corner and somebody would be like, yo, you fucked up that Well, jokes aside, um, I, like, I do agree. I, I get where he was coming from. I get what he was trying to create with the world. But 
what he has to understand on the other side of things is that Batman was created with a certain ideology in mind and as that run rule that he shouldn't break. And that to a lot of people, to most, I would assume, who like Batman, it is the fundamental key that keeps him Batman, that keeps him from going over the edge and just being a lunatic like the people he faces. And he's got to understand that and not lash out like a fucking crazy person when somebody asks him about it. Yeah, you changed it, so you kind of have to answer. And and I mean, smaller scale, because it's, this shit just doesn't happen in the Marvel Universe. Because And, and when you yeah. think about how much shit, that's why I made it a point in the Infinity War episode to keep talking about how many people were killed. How many people did the, did the Avengers kill? Well, they just casually talked. <laughs> you know, they they were casually talking about shit and just blowing shit up in, in Wakanda at the beginning of Age of Ultron, at the beginning of Civil War. So, well, I how... mean, shit, the uh, Sokovia Accords are created because they're just fucking people up. Right. With their so, collateral I mean, damage. Nobody's crying. Nobody's but crying. I... This, is what, this is what the fuck happens when you take some shit out of a comic book and put it into a movie. It's It's... There are going to be people who die, you know, and uh, we don't hang around and, and look at body parts and, you know, go get all dark like that with it. But we have to realize that the shit that they're doing is going to kill people. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the source material was from Frank Miller's graphic novel, uh, yeah. Trilogy The Dark Knight Returns, which was a darker, more gritty version of Batman. But even in that, he still doesn't kill until he gets to the Joker. And then he kind of kills him, but it's like an accident. And it's not even like we wouldn't like he got pissed off and he like took his neck and he like fucking started twisting it and shit. But <laughs> he accidentally it, broke his neck. <laughs> I, I think the problem is in Marvel, or at least in the movies and even in the comic books, there, there, there's never a, a, a point to make it that these people don't kill. While in Batman, right. there is an absolute point made yeah, that he cold. does not right. kill. Right. Yeah. Now, personally, I don't really care. Right. And that's the thing. This has been something that we, we have to discuss it. We have to talk about it. And I couldn't think of a better time to talk about it than with you guys. But at a point, doesn't it get, like, tiring? These people, I I, I'm telling you, Twitter is so new to me. Hmm. I have never seen people who will do nothing but talk. This, these people do nothing but talk about this. And I'm like, ain't you tired of this shit? I mean, Batman, that was two or three years ago. That, you can imagine what someone would do with that. Would have been more right. like Zack Snyder with Right. Zack Snyder just you know, you got that that shit in your episode wrong, huh? <laughs> Two years later, Natasha. Remember that time you got that shit in your episode wrong? <laughs> like, if you don't get a motherfucking life, but so I'm okay. Yes, now I understand, Zach. <laughs> why you said what you said, but you know, I don't get paid to cater to a wide as wide an audience as Zack Snyder does. Mm. So. When you get when you put yourself and you're elevated in that position, you got literal people who are in a fucking Zack Snyder cult. You kind of have to you you have to carry yourself a little differently, and that reaction probably 
was not the best reaction, especially when you're dealing with, unfortunately, something as serious as a freaking comic book <laughs> characters. This is serious business. You know what? We could do this all day. Mm. We're gonna go to the next. <laughs> we're gonna go to the next subject because this could. We could do this all day. I don't even want to. I'm tired of Zack Snyder. I'm tired of hearing about him. Well, the DCEU has moved on, so yes, we should too. <laughs> Zachalites have not. Okay, <laughs> now. Yeah, they're not that. <laughs> okay, in-game trailer, and we're gonna talk about the in-game trailer because there was word that that uh, the Russo brothers said that there would possibly be some misdirects in their advertising. So what? It's a uh, ruse. So. <laughs> <laughs> right they twirling their mustaches while they put these fake trailers out mm-hmm. what do you mah, think mah. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah that fucking scene where they're all running in Wakanda together and the Hulk is there and they're all just like that trailer shot that was all bullshit and I was just thinking to myself even after watching that did that really change anything no so I mean <laughs> <laughs> is, are we just looking for them like Easter eggs now for the Mr. I, X? I mean, I think it's necessary. You know, I'm talking a lot. I'm going to let you actually go on this. Yeah, whichever, whomever. Sorry, what was the question again? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we, we, we the, the Russo brothers have said that they were going to use Mr. X in their advertising. So it's basically like, what at what point is this futile because the misdirects from Infinity War were not that critical to like the flow of the movie and we expected to see Hulk show up at some point yeah but I mean that didn't change the movie an awful lot so are we just looking for these like easter eggs now or do you think it's important that they use misdirects I think it's important that they use misdirects a lot of people out there who then go and write blogs that you'll see in the newsfeed here and there uh, that really dive deep into the trailers and try to analyze every little aspect. Like the amount of times that I've seen an article come out where it's like dissecting the background image that's going on over there okay. is like intense, you know? Like I agree. Like talking, <laughs> yeah. It's like when you're talking you put about it like that. Yeah. The Zach okay. lights, it, it happens everywhere, you know? Like that, that type of fandom that obsession with it so yeah i think it's those people who like i am i think i have that problem like because i literally slow these these things down and see what else is going on like in the background i don't just look at what they want you know what's visually going on in front of me i'm trying to look at everything so i agree that there are a whole lot of idiots like me who just sit around and literally critique these trailers so i get what you're saying i'd say it's more you're a fan than Uh-oh. anything else yeah, it's like some kind of because <laughs> <laughs> if you're just gonna say that then we all fucking idiots <laughs> um no but i i think specifically for this avengers it's absolutely necessary because as we'll get into with our theories and whatnot um i think that it's so critical they don't give anything away especially this time around. So they have to fabricate some things just to put the trailer out there. Cause the studio ain't going to be like, okay, you know, 
We don't have to have a trailer. Yeah, right. <laughs> then you're living in a fucking dream world. <laughs> like the studios need their money. They need a trailer. They need people who have never seen these movies to go see it. And that's what these trailers can do. Right. And they hype up the fanboys themselves or fangirls or whoever. So in this case, yeah, I think it is necessary. And I think, I honestly think it's fun for them. Those fucks. Oh, I think okay. it's I mean, fucking that's fun. That's the part of it that I like. That they're having fun with it and and we're having fun. I, don't, I hope it's fun to, to everybody else, you know, the fans, because I'm sure having a lot of fun with it. So here's my question for you. We can start with Eddie again. What do you think? What is the most probable thing in the advertising that is a misdirect? In your opinion? I think Tony Stark's not alive. I think they're going big with the misdirect. I think what's going to happen is he's going to upload his intellect, his mind, essentially, into the, what is it, Star-Lord's helmet? That he has, yeah. It's Star-Lord's, yeah. Star-Lord's helmet, essentially. Uh, and they're going to kind of follow suit with the comics. So in one of the newer versions of Iron Man, Riri Williams right. takes over. So I don't think it's actually going to be Riri Williams. I think they're going to use who's already existing in the universe. And I think they're going to go with Sir... And she might be the next Iron Woman. Shuri. Shuri, sorry. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, I lost it. You you blurred out. It was like a misdirect to your misdirect. So now, let me... Uh, so that's not your that's not your theory. That's what you're thinking is going to be different about the movie than the trailer, right? Or is that yeah. your theory too? Well, I mean, it, it's a little bit of both. I mean, it ties into my theory. Okay. I've 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 heard the Shuri being Iron Ironheart going forward. I've heard that before. But right now, if we are to believe the advertising, Shuri's been dusted. So now what? Missing in action. Not confirmed. Right. Okay. <laughs> if they killed my Shuri, I'm going to be pissed. So so do you think, because that's my misdirect, I think that Shuri being in those posters of amongst the people who were dusted is a misdirect. Mm. I, I could be wrong. I like that one. <laughs> what, so what do you think? James, what's what's? Uh, well, there's there's two trailers, right? There's the first one yes. and the second one that just came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, I tend to agree with the masses when it comes to that scene where they're like seemingly on a field of some sort in front of a, looks like a baseball field or a football field, and there's this large gap in between them. Yeah, that could be where the Hulk is supposed to be. Or Captain Marvel, or somebody that was that's there that they didn't want to show yet. Um, in the second trailer, I tend to agree with Eddie that I don't think when they're walking with those new white suits on, I don't think mm-hmm. Tony's actually there. I agree with you, both of you, on that point. Yeah, just by looking at his hair. Yeah, it, it looks a little too fake. Not like his hair is so like, like oh mussed up. Like it, his yeah. hair is the same kind of like must that it was on the ship, but Tony yeah. is usually kind of pulled together, even when he's you know in the Iron Man suit. So I'm like, okay, why does he look so rough? He's never looked like that before, so why does he look like that now? So I, I tend to agree that they are uh, 
they they're fooling us with the with the Tony Stark being in that Tony Stark and ne- Nebula. I don't think they're there. I also think that uh, possibly the scene where uh, Clint or Hawk, aka Hawkeye, aka Ronan, is training what seems to be his daughter to shoot is just strictly for the trailer, and we won't see that. Oh, hmm. now that's where we lose each other. What do you <laughs> think about that one, Eddie? I actually think that the intelligent, but not as like a deception, but just giving you extra before the movie. Yeah. So you understand why he's so affected because maybe both his daughter and his wife were affected by the snap. Because <laughs> I'm looking at it like, in my opinion, I think that might be opening scene. I think we uh, might. I, I agree with you that I think it's going to be the opening scene with Clint. But I don't think it's going to be happy at all. I don't think there's going to be any oh, training no, he's, right. or he's nothing. Going to be happy I think it's just going to be until that snap occurs. <laughs> yeah, everybody's happy until they turn to dust. <laughs> I think they were just showing that as a little tease. I, I, I have a feeling that that's got cut on the editing board, and uh, they're not even putting that scene in. He's just going to be like coming home from some fucking grocery shopping or some shit, and they already just done. <laughs> I think it would be far more traumatic to see them turn to dust. And uh, I'm looking to traumatize the audience right away. <laughs> like, I want them to, to pick up where they left off at in Infinity War. I want them to start in trauma. Like, they can't possibly believe that we're doing this to them again. That's well, what I... Because of some of the theories that I have, I think they want to get through it as quickly as possible at the beginning. Because we are already affected. You know what I mean? And they just want to get the point across that, yes, he did lose his family, and yes, he's angry, and let's move on. Right. So, yeah, I think oh, we're going to have to see. That might be yeah. one of the things that we we write down to uh, revisit at, at another <laughs> time, because I really, I really can't wait to see how they address the Hawkeye situation. It's almost common knowledge that the family is going to be gone. Imagine but, we're all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually alive. <laughs> right. They just come in all suited up and shit. Look, Hawkeye is the one that disappeared. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Fucking, that whole thing's the fabrication. There ain't no Ronin. There ain't no nothing. Clint dead. <laughs> oh, you know what? Might be because of uh, the treaty where they have to say who they are, switch up his appearance. And that's the only reason. Well, the uh, Sokovia Accords? Sokovia Accords. They have to do what? Fuck, man. Keep fucking up the names. So you're saying because of the Sokovia Accords, he becomes Ronin to hide his identity? Exactly. He just got a mohawk. He looks the same. (laughs) Yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, it's almost as Ronin. You can't go out as Hawkeye without giving his name and what. I think that's pushing it. I don't know. I think they kind of threw away those Sokovia Accords when Tony, like I said it in, in this last episode, how Tony was like the first person to engage these these aliens when he saw the spaceship uh, hovering over New York. He was the person who was pushing for these Accords off the bat. So what has he done in the movie since then? He's given a kid a weaponized <laughs> spider suit and was like, alright, killed." <laughs> <laughs> Peace. See you later. And then he is the first person who who 
engages these aliens without trying to wait for any oversight or any government agency to tell him it's okay for you to get into this fight. He just so the Sokovia Accords have officially yeah. been just lambasted. That and then when Cap came and he just like he basically said to the colonel, "Yeah, fuck you, try and right. stop me." <laughs> he said, I'm not asking for forgiveness and I'm, and I'm way past asking for permission. <laughs> I just put it a little more violent, but yeah. yeah that's what he meant. That's what he meant, but Cap couldn't just say it like that. They needed you to translate. <laughs> I'll, I'll be Captain America's anger translator. <laughs> like Luther for Obama. <laughs> now, guys, no swearing. Y'all motherfuckers can't swear. Because if I can't swear, you can't swear. The fuck all y'all. <laughs> By the way, did I mention that Eddie and, and James are from Canada? <laughs> that has absolutely nothing to do with shit. But I just thought that this was a good time to tell. What are you talking about? We expect this to sound like this, eh? Hey! <laughs> okay. That noise. So is that it? That's it for our, uh, for our uh, Mr. X, or do we have any more? Besides, we're coming back, me and you, James. We're going to face off about this whole Hawkeye thing. I don't know what the bet is going to be, but we're going to have to make one. Box office predictions. How quickly do we think that it's, it's I guess it's just we're going to assume that Avengers Endgame is going to make at least a billion dollars. How quickly do you think it will happen? Starting with anyone. Because I got an article that I'm going to kind of go to in a minute. But you guys can give me your guess. Second weekend. Said second weekend? Second weekend for Eddie. I'm writing it down because I'm going to I'm gonna make sure that we come back to this later. Get out. <laughs> you said five days, Jane. Yeah, I said five days. It's just a little bit less than me. Yeah, so? Yeah. Price is right, Same. bitch. And I'm going you open. You. I'll do me. <laughs> I'm going opening weekend. I'm going to go. You're going opening weekend? I'm going all the fucking oh. way. I'm going all the way in. <laughs> wow, that's bold. Because, I mean, it's definitely going to be big, but I don't know if it's going to be billion dollars in the first weekend big. Yeah, that's usually like... I don't think any movie in the history of cinema has done that. And I mean, this is in Forbes magazine. It is written by Scott Mendelson that uh, there was confirmation that Endgame is going to be opening in China on April 24th. That's the same week as North America and the whole global debut, as a matter of fact, except for Russia, Argentina, and Lebanon. is opening in all of the major markets at the same time. And Infinity War, let me make sure I'm getting this correctly. Infinity War broke the record last year with a $258 million Friday through Sunday domestic launch and $382 million overseas for $640 million globally. And China didn't, didn't debut with everybody else. So they got two weeks later, we got the $200 million from China, making it $800 and something. That would be like $840, $839 
globally if if China would have opened with uh, everybody else? You don't think this movie is more hype than the I Infinity mean, 400 War? $400 billion in one weekend more. Let's say they do just as well as Infinity War, and with China, they, China would have to make up four hundred million more we talking that first weekend. Look at that. We say an eight hundred and thirty-nine million. All you got is really is forty-one million more. Where is it? No, sixty-one million more. And I thought, yeah, I thought you said the first weekend was about six hundred million. That six, was without China. Right. So now you're saying with so China coming in. China, China's uh, 199 million that made it 839 million but that was two weeks later yeah but you're at we're still adding opening weekend totals okay so the opening weekend from China and the opening weekend from everybody else all together that's 839 million dollars mm-hmm. for three days right right now what once you say that 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 does sound nah fuck it i'm sticking with five days I mean, I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna leave it like it is it's, I'm, I'm gonna be wrong i don't think it's gonna do it but boy wouldn't it be nice if it did huh i said edit you can change Final your answer, answer. you can All change right. your answer we're gonna price is right james here i'm gonna say four days oh for fuck's sake <laughs> you <laughs> fucking pussy so i got three days you got four days and james has five days hell yeah all right so we're oh, hopefully specific answers right hopefully we i'll be the first to be wrong if if anybody's wrong it'll be me first so I think we get. I think it can happen, though. And, well, as and, Eddie said, if there's any movie that's going to do it, it'd probably be this one, or one with the, the name James Cameron attached to direct. And I was about, just about to say, James Cameron's <laughs> Avatar is the is the movie that you're trying to knock off the top perch. That's the one that that it holds the title for most money made by a movie. And his second place, still his other movie, Titanic. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so okay. Do you think it's possible, or is it, this is just a pipe dream for uh, Avengers Endgame to think that they I can mean, do? I mean, look, it's the comic book movies have broken a lot of barriers in the past year alone. Look at Black Panther getting nominated for seven Academy Awards and winning three. We didn't ever think that shit was gonna happen, right? So <laughs> the door is open. <laughs> All we gotta do is walk through it. <laughs> what about you? Well respected, though, and. That speaks to how wide of an audience and accepted. Like Aquaman, would you think, you know, five years ago or three years ago that Aquaman would do so well all around the world? I didn't. Um, no, I didn't either. Oh, yeah, we heard how you feel about Aquaman. I mean, like, it's like even after seeing the movie, I didn't think that it was good. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she's on the other end of things. On the other side of the water. Oh, In fairness. Gotta come over to the wide ocean. <laughs> oh, no, no. It wasn't horrible. It just it didn't do it for me. And I, Because I, I, every time I start talking about Aquaman, I talk for like 15 minutes. It turns into like a mini rant. And I'm not going to do it. Captain Marvel, however, I didn't like that movie either. And look where she's at. So maybe it's just like... If I like a movie, you probably will hate it. And if if I hate a movie, you'll probably love it. So Yeah, but you know. liked Infinity War and that still 
did it. So you have to be some kind of idiot. Okay, no, that's not nice. That's not nice. There you go, folks. You hear that? Anybody <laughs> listening? You gotta be some kind of idiot if you don't like Infinity War. <laughs> and there are so many. I've got friends who don't, and and they know what I think about them. <laughs> so, they idiots. They idiots. Y'all stupid. <laughs> what you mean you don't like superheroes? Y'all stupid. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I didn't like Captain Marvel. She's on her way. If she hasn't hit a billion dollars yet, she's well on her way. So that, that's just telling you I'm not very good at guessing. So you guys are probably going to win both of these things. The whole uh, second week, not second weekend. It'll probably be four days, five days for, for uh, Avengers Endgame to hit one billion. And uh, two billion probably won't be too far behind it. And last but not least on our itinerary is theories because there's been a whole gang of those floating around over the past year, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What's your best in-game theory? I think that uh, obviously things are going to shake up. I don't think they're going to be able to bring back everyone past the I think that it's going to so, so you think some people are, are going to stay dead? I think some people are going to stay dead. Who? Sorry? Who? You're going to stay dead? Yeah. I think Tony Stark, for sure. Like, like I was saying. But he ain't dead. Huh? But he ain't dead. Not yet. He said stay dead. So who's already dead is going to stay dead. Samuel Jackson, that would suck. To, to well, that's already confirmed as not the case. Oh, really? Far from home. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Next, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's like I think the people that are that are dead that are gonna stay dead are like Heimdall. I think he's gonna definitely stay dead. Like done, done. You you think Loki's not coming back? No, I think that was it for him. I think they're gonna like really use up that character on the Disney. Plus. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So what are they gonna? How are? How do you bring him in? In Disney Plus, the What If yeah. show. They already confirmed they're gonna. Oh do yeah, these. yeah, that's right. Uh, the actual actors. Right. And there's already a Loki show, uh, coming to Disney Plus as well. I, I heard the Loki show. That's what I'm thinking. Is the Loki show gonna be the What If show? Is that the? Is that the only one no. we're getting? No, so the what if show separate... itself from that. There's a Loki show itself, and then there's the what if show. Okay, so the Loki show, how how does that work if he's dead? It won't be post uh, Endgame. It'll be pre all this shit. I would say. Yeah. Okay, I think I just don't want him to be dead. I think Loki <laughs> is the one person who I want to see keep coming back, even though the Russo said he's dead. He's dead. He's dead. I don't believe them. I don't believe them. I think Loki will be back. <laughs> I mean, That's it's just, comic book lore. It could be anything, right? You know, and, and plus, he, but then, you know, just like you guys said, he might have, they've, he's done it so many times that it might be a tired trope now. So it might be, he really might be done. That's yeah. it. I, I think I, I, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed. <laughs> As but, for yeah. my theory, Okay. <laughs> I think that this whole thing about the quantum realm is a crock of shit. Okay. 
I think halfway through the movie, I think halfway through the movie, they're gonna try to go through the quantum realm to fix whatever they can fix in there, like to use the quantum realm to try and manipulate time, how possibly, or because they did allude to that in Ant Man and the Wasp that there could be time travel of some sort in the quantum realm, right. and those suits. Assumingly, are the quantum realm suits. They look very much like Hank Pym's tech. However, this is a three-hour movie, three hours and two minutes to be exact. Right. I think they're throwing a screwball here and making us think that because it's Captain Marvel who's going to be the key. She's the one who's going to time travel. That's what's going to end this. And I also think that Thanos ain't the bad guy. I think that that guy's done. Captain Marvel with the time travel thing. I don't think she can time travel. She, she can, according to Samuel Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. Who could be drawing? A yeah, big fucking yeah. He threw a big misdirect. They were, they actually because he said that it would be shown in the movie, and I'm spoiling it. If James has not still seen this movie yet, it's all right. Go ahead. Okay, I don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, he they, he, he spoiled. Yeah, there was no, there was no time travel. There was nothing that showed that. Of course not. She was just getting her powers then. Yeah, that. I mean, let's but... not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna take a while. Look, I, I think it's gonna be something to do with her powers that came from the space stone, and some. I think that might be nullified. Why? Because I know, I know you say that the Infinity Gauntlet is all fucked up and whatnot, but I, I think that if anybody can bring it back, it's Thanos. But I, here's what I'm saying. I, I think the Quantum Realm, like I said, was a crock of shit, and that the time travel with her is going to be somehow... How exactly she's going to do it, I couldn't tell you. But I think it has something to do with her powers from the Space Stone, somehow. And, and I think they go back through every event that's already happened, because there have been seen like uh, leaked photos of them on the set that looked very much like the battle of new york yes <laughs> and so they go back in time to a younger thanos the thanos we know is done that gauntlet is charred that half of his body is fucked up he had stormbringer in his fucking chest he's done <laughs> <laughs> he still should have gone for the head and, but he's and... done you know how I feel. I think he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think I think that version of Thanos is dead. So that reverse the effect of everything that happened. See, Strange knew this was the only way, right? As right. you said a lot of times in your episodes, Tasha, and I think we've said it a few times in ours as well. He knew this was the only way. Why did he know this was the only way? Because he knew that there was no other way to beat Thanos with all the the stones already in the gauntlet. But to allow him to assume that he won, which he mm -hmm. did technically, but if they have the power of time, they can go back and change that when he doesn't have so many damned stones. Right. I'm in complete and total agreement with, with that end of it. I don't want to see Captain Marvel be too big of a, uh, a, a help because that's just... Okay, I'm already the, the suspension of uh, disbelief is already there. <laughs> I've suspended my disbelief as far as I can. You cannot possibly tell me that she alone would be able. Well, I'm not going to say alone because she does still have the rest of the team, but that she is the the key. I don't want her to be the key. 
I'm not invested enough in her character. The only reason why I say it like that and why I'm so convinced is because of the way they went about releasing her a month before this movie. They could have introduced her after this movie if she wasn't pivotal to this movie. Now, this is my feeling about that. I feel they released her so close to this movie so that this movie would give her movie a boost mm. because people believe that they have to see that movie in order to get, you know, a complete understanding of uh, Endgame. So mm -hmm. that was that gave her a, a lot of help people are going to see that movie thinking that they were going to get this big uh, reveal and there really wasn't a payoff you know so okay it wasn't a bad wasn't a horrible movie but Sorry. yeah it was okay <laughs> but a billion dollars okay no I think people really thought that they they had to see that movie just mm. how I feel and, oh, I'm gonna keep with it I'm gonna stick yeah, with my I think she's, I, I I think to. she's gonna I she's gonna turn it on y'all and you're gonna be like oh <laughs> I wish uh, you know what I'd be so mad. I probably won't go see any more of those movies. <laughs> I'm gonna be one of those kind of fans. Yeah, I won't Yikes. go see it more because that she she had nothing to do. She did not get them where they were as far as all the battles that they fought back to back uh, together. If you throw her into the mix and then all of a sudden they are unstoppable that to me is just not a that's not good storytelling i hope they don't do that please don't do that <laughs> please don't i think it might if they do do that i'm not saying, necessarily saying that they will but if they do do that i think it'll be a nice segue into the next set of avengers you know maybe with spider-man maybe with the, the sherry as uh ironheart mm -hmm. that'd be cool uh, and Falcon or Bucky as Captain America. Captain America's gonna get fucking bodied. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> you think he's yeah. gonna die for real? I think so. Yeah. Oh he's gonna die or, or pass on the mantle. I sir, I pray to God though that he dies after they get a scene where they all show up and he says, "Avengers assemble." Yeah, they owe us that. <laughs> and that <then laughs> Tony is with him. Yeah, they owe you know? us. No, but I, I need, need that. If they kill Tony before he gets closure with Cap and they make up, I'm going to be pissed. Right, no. I, I just can't see it happening. You can't see what happening? That that doesn't happen or that does happen? That Tony dies before they uh, close out the, the, the arc with him and, and Cap. I think he's going to live on, but as an AI. Not an AI. Like a Jarvis? Huh? Like Jarvis? No, no, no. He's literally, like, if you look at Black Mirror, for example, where you upload your consciousness and who you are into, mm -hmm. you know, just data, I think that's what's going to happen with him. And it's also what happens in the comics. He becomes right. like Jarvis in a sense, but, yeah. you know, still himself. I think that's his next evolution. Because they did say that they're going to have some cartoons and stuff like that on Disney Plus that are going to be animated. Yeah, though the what if one is going to be animated. Oh, okay. What if one will be animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah you mentioned that. Yeah. And yeah, so I think that that's a good place for him to go because he might be tired of acting, like the physicality of it, and now he just wants to lend his voice. Hmm. I think he's dead. I mean, ultimately, logic, 
has to kick it at one point, and these are just people who are going to age, and they're not yeah. going to want to do this ever. They, so they, they have, have to change eventually. Right, or they have to separate themselves from the universe at some point. Yep. But I'm just not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> he wasn't ready. I'm not yeah. ready. I'm gonna hook you. You're gonna be so invested in this movie because that happens. So what's your? You didn't say your theory, Tasha. You know, my my personal theory and this theory that I'm about to present are two different things. So I'm gonna present this theory first because this theory could very well be correct. And if it's correct, I'm sorry. If you don't want to hear a, a theory you that want Eddie might... to give a spoiler warning, yes, Eddie, please help spoilers. me out with a spoiler warning, please. Spoilers, spoilers, <laughs> spoilers. All right, <laughs> I think that's enough of a warning. I mean, if it ain't too fucking bad, open yeah. your goddamn ears. <laughs> All right, so. Here is a theory that was on Reddit that describes all three acts of Avengers Endgame. And they claim to have gotten a synopsis of the script. So, are you ready? (laughs) I mean, probably not, but... (laughs) We're here now, shit. I didn't think it was going to be a three-arc breakdown. Jesus Christ. It's not going to be long. It's not long. It's just... No, no, it's not about the length. I just didn't think it would be yeah, so detailed. They no. actually think they have it all. And if all right, hit us. Hit us. You ready? Okay, spoilers. act one. What's, what's that? He, he said spoilers if the three uh, warnings before that were not I was enough. I for myself. I didn't realize. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. <laughs> Are you sure you want to hear this? Uh, yeah, I'm invested. Let's do this. Okay. Act one. Tony and Nebula make it to Earth. Uh, Captain Marvel is there. The entire team heads to Thanos. He's weakened. The team, especially because of Marvel, kill him. The gauntlet is broken and the stones can't undo the snap. They couldn't protect the universe, so they avenged it. Then Thanos meets Death. The girl that everyone thinks was cast as Ant-Man's daughter... He meets death and he's pleased with himself. Okay, so act two. A few years later, Ant-Man returns, explains Quantum Realm stuff. Tony builds Quantum Suits. Team split off to recharge stones at various points in time. The rest of the act is an interaction between present and past selves, powering the stones. Thanos has been watching the entire time. Now concerned they could undo his plan, he begs Death to let him preserve his work. Act 3. Thanos and the Outriders attacked Avengers headquarters to prevent the new gauntlet from being used. Cap, Tony, Hulk, Quantum away to Wakanda battle, using the new gauntlet only to miss and end up on Xandar after Thanos battled there. The gauntlet isn't strong enough to beat Thanos. The big fight between those three until it's Cap versus Thanos. Cap is able to use the gauntlet. One last time, Avengers assemble, bringing everyone to face him, and that's the huge fight scene. In real time, Thanos at Wakanda sees the stones weakening from his gauntlet because in this timeline, he's defeated. Thanos is killed at Wakanda, 
Cap sacrifices himself, and now the snap never happens, so the events of the movie basically never happen. Doctor Strange does some hand wavy, saying the loop is now closed for the 14 millionth time, and we won. And that, sirs, is what these people believe is going to be the movie. What do you think? (laughs) In the words of a uh, wise old man, Great Scott! (laughs) Holy shit! (laughs) Talk about space-time continuing fucking around. (laughs) Beginning, I was like, I don't know about this. This is really stretching it. And then you just kept on drilling down into the story aspects. (laughs) And I was sold by the end. I'm like, fuck, that might be what happens. You think so? I mean, yeah, the way it, it, it like, uh, developed itself. Like it, right. It's psyching out. You're like, ah, you're a little bit disappointed. I think there's a boom, danger boom, of them. Boom. Hit after hit. I think there's a danger of them having the, you know, the age old wake up from a dream cliche. In this sense, it's, oh, that never happened cliche. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, they, this like is dangerous, but if there's anybody who can do it right, it'd be the Russo brothers. That's why the, yeah. But that's why the Avengers need to assemble. Hell yeah, they need to fucking assemble. If I don't hear that fucking lines, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you turn it in your fan card. If you don't yeah, 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 that's it. Badge, <laughs> gun, I'm out. So now, and, and this is why I was getting so uneasy when you were saying your theory, James, because a lot of what you were saying is hitting on what this thing says and I'm like yeah. look I don't want this shit to be correct <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. and I, I want to go in there and be surprised yeah and I shouldn't have read this shit but it was too late <laughs> so I was like fuck it I read it so now you gotta hear it this is the curse of being a fan <laughs> it's a double edged sword we look into this shit cause we a fan then we don't want to know cause we a fan but we still look into it cause we a fan it's like fuck <laughs> I saw that art. Like, oh, you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I just didn't click on it. I'm like, no, I'm oh, like, shit. Much. It was meant yeah, to be. I'm so sorry. Strange already <laughs> saw it happen, okay. yo. You're in the end game now. He already saw it happen, so you, you, you knew you were going to read it anyway. Uh, here, here's my problem with every theory in the world. And it has to do with Doctor Strange. Because a precedent was set in another... Uh, in the Doctor Strange movie, where a person can't see past their own death. So right. how how did he see all of those things happening in those other fourteen million timelines? Maybe, if maybe he, because exactly the 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 fragility of the space time continuum. I know it gets complicated here, yeah. but if he technically lives because of what they could do in these other timelines, then he technically could see past where he actually dies. If that makes any sense. It makes no fucking sense at all, but that's okay, what look, happens when so it's time travel. It's what happens. Shit currently, just... right now, he, he dies. Yeah. So he shouldn't be able to see past that. However, right. if this thing that you just read turns out to be true everything like that gets erased because of what they just did now. So therefore he would be able to see ahead because he will be alive. So that makes sense. Uh, I think that confused me more. It's, it's <laughs> staying in line with what I said before too, but like, 
I think that, yeah, if that worked for you, like, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, it did not. Nothing works when you're talking. And, and it's crazy because the exact same type of deal is going on in Star Trek Discovery right now. And I'm like, why the fuck did you guys open this can of worms? This, this time That's shit. That's the problem with time. Yes. Now, Endgame is a movie. They're going to wrap that shit up and it's going to be over. We, we probably won't even think about it <laughs> in a few years. This is a fucking serialized TV show that I'm trying to keep up with all the stuff that's happening with time and they're fucking up. And I'm like, okay, because I'm I'm that kind of nerd, I'm I'm realizing that you guys are fucking up, but I'm still trying to remain invested because I know at some point you gotta realize you're fucking up and you gotta fix it. Time is is just it should never be fucked with. It should be just like that box on Rick and Morty. Time travel stuff should be in a box high up where nobody can reach it. Well, speaking of Rick and Morty, the reason why they did that is because the creator said, fuck time, we ain't touching that. Exactly. <laughs> and that's exactly what everybody else should say. Fuck time. <laughs> we ain't touching that. Because they even did it recently in Star Wars. In the animated show Star Wars Rebels, they introduced time travel. Oh my God. Yeah. And that is canon. So. <laughs> and now it, it has, has it, has it adversely affected everything? Not everything, but at the same time, it could because of the (laughs) implications of what happened. I don't want to get no spoilers away, but a certain character that was created in those animated shows, which are canon, died and then was saved through time. So... (laughs) And the Emperor knew about this at the time. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to answer this question. I'm not going to say what I was about to say because it would answer a question that you're going to ask me, but the answer to that should be kind of (laughs) obvious. But as far as the whole uh, Star Trek thing, this it's canon. So now it's canon. This whole series is set ahead of everything else that happened in Star Trek. So I'm like... 10 years before Kirk? Yes. I'm like... And then you introduce time travel where you're not traveling, you're traveling into the future, which oh. means what in the world? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to leave it alone. I haven't seen it yet. You need to really stick to a full story for it. Yeah. Like there's a definite beginning and a definite end. Back to the Future exactly did it best. Yeah. Exactly. Back to the Future is great. And they did it in like a nice way, but a kind of obvious way too. To kind of really sure, but it was a. I mean, Back to the Future One is seen as one of the most perfect movies ever made. Yeah, they, because they got it right. Absolutely, yeah. uh, Back to the Future, and you know, maybe also Back to the Future came out. I was a little girl, <laughs> so I mean, at that time, I might have not even been thinking about the stuff that I'm thinking about now as an adult, and and I still don't think you know they did as bad as poor a job as what i'm seeing right now in in star trek it's 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 sickening leave just leave it to stop right now <laughs> stop right now alex kurtzman if you got your pen in your hand put that motherfucker down stop because shit is just you you're, you're fucking shit up a good show it was a decent show until this but anyway um, your ways are not logical <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so my my theory is that uh, 
my my personal theory, not this one that I just read, is like I said, been saying that Thanos Thanos won Infinity War, so therefore he's not really particularly this version of Thanos is not needed in Endgame. So he dies on Titan Two. They go there and realize that they cannot use this gauntlet because then and the stones are destroyed and Thanos is dead. So now he's but a memory. And I think their antagonist is going to be time itself. So they have to keep making these movements going back and forth through time, but they can't mess up too much because of the whole butterfly effect. So time itself becomes the antagonist until they reach a point where they have to fight that beta, <laughs> beta Thanos, because mm-hmm. prime Thanos is now dead. So the other Thanos from the from the past, they'll eventually have to fight him, and that's how the movie will end. That's how I feel. I don't know. Interesting. Did I explain that well? <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> did, I get did it. it sound do, you, like, do you have like any particular travel? point where they will face off with him throughout whatever has happened so far? Here's my thoughts. They will fight him in Wakanda. And that's where you will get the Hulk running with everybody else. That's very possible. They shot <laughs> at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's what I that's what I think I think. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was this scene. But the question is, if that's what you think you think, then have you ever already thought it or are you thinking it as it is right now? Just keep going. <laughs> that music never stops. Just keep making. So. <laughs> That's it. Do you guys have any other uh, think you thinks? <laughs> no, no. Anything I, else? Time is tricky enough. <laughs> I'm trying to go through it through my mind real quick, and I don't think so. Oh, didn't you want to mention something about the posters? Yeah, because it's basically the same thing that we we're talking about with with the trailer. Okay. That the most inexpensive way to misdirect the audience is with those posters. Right. They didn't, you know, the trailer is kind of, you know, they're just pulling out pieces of a movie that they've already made. That might, but that still could be an expensive, I guess, an expensive process. But the most inexpensive way they could get us is through those posters. It's nothing but a picture on a piece of paper. And it's not even on a piece of paper. They virtually just sent the shit around. So that could be our misdirects. Somewhere in those posters are our misdirects. And and a lot of what other quote unquote pundits are saying is that it could be in looking at the directions that these people in the posters are looking in. I haven't given it a whole lot of... I haven't looked at it enough to be able to say that I see that. But do you see it? Have you looked at it like that? No, I I don't see it, but I've heard that theory. I I think it's intense. I think it's one of those times where people are looking at it too much. I think it's put out there (laughs) to kind of get people talking and think about it by giving us just a little bit. Nothing said that the people who are on the poster are necessarily dead. It's just said, you know... Avenge the Fallen. So, like, it could be the people who are avenging the Fallen or the Fallen themselves. There's no clear right. indication of that, of which one it leads to. The only thing that was like, I did notice is that the, the Gamora poster, they were like, she's the only one that's looking at you. Like, so looking at that poster, she's looking at you. Everybody else is looking one way or the other, and she's looking directly at you. 
Well, that's I think some, she's trying to stare into your soul. Yeah, that's some scary she's shit. From the soul stone, <laughs> she's the only one confirmed to be in the soul stone. Like, uh, that's, I was like, that's scary. And then I looked at the poster, and I'm like, she is looking at me. So, yeah. <laughs> there, there is one thing I wanted to throw at you uh, that just popped into my head. Um, two, actually, two questions. One is, where do you think, or if they do it at all, will there be an introduction of possible another bad guy at the end of this? And the second question, will we get an X-Men cameo at all? I don't think we're getting any X-Men shit. No? But I, I, you know, I, I don't know if there's been any rumors of, of shoots there has being been, done. That's why I'm asking. There <laughs> has? Yeah. Um, now, I'll see. They're essential to the scenes, but I think that maybe a post credit appearance. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. That, that makes sense. My question That's is okay, only if they have a really reasonable way that mutants are being introduced into the MCU. Because right now, you know, there's no. We would have been hearing as much news as there was about mutants. Well, it's difficult because Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch are technically exactly. mutants. Exactly that too. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And this, they're Inhumans, and they are technically the da- daughter and son of Magneto as Magneto. well. Right. <laughs> so that I was is saying. You know, I thought you know maybe we get a little Hugh Jackman Wolverine somehow. Just because, because I want to see that so badly. <laughs> love to see Hugh Jackman at least just once, one time yes. for us fighting with them. But we, I don't, I don't know. That's and this is all, of course, there's nothing saying that we're right. You know, I'm not. I could be wrong, and I, I hope in in this instance that I am. And uh, will we get another villain? Do you mean like as far as are we just gonna get? Uh, introduced to maybe the next phase like they did villain with, um, with Thanos. They showed his okay. face. I think so. I don't think it's going to be Galactus. A lot of <laughs> people, a lot of people feel that way, and I felt that way initially. But I don't think so because of the di- direction that they're taking with the Eternals. I think it, it's going to be somebody Celestial. else. Yeah, I think it's going to be somebody else. Uh, another deviant and i think i think we're gonna probably get more of thanos story with this whole celestial eternals type arc that they're taking because they said they're gonna introduce the brother right oh Uh, yeah yeah so if they introduce the brother then we we have to see a younger thanos so yeah i'm that's what i'm hoping if you're gonna introduce uh and i think adam warlock will be the the one person I certainly that... hope so because they fucking showed him for two seconds not even really him but in a fucking <laughs> right. pod and then we right. haven't seen him since I, I, there is a theory and it, look I don't want to I don't want to go into like a whole gang of theories but there was another one that said that uh, Vision is brought back and that Vision plays the role of like Adam Warlock from the comics where Adam Warlock had soul stone and he sent those stones to to become part of another person so the the stones attached themselves to a person when he was separating them at the end of the infinity uh whatever the saga is in the comics we were talking about vision yes and you were saying about his stones <laughs> Not those stones. <laughs> 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 
that. Well, I mean, look, if you don't think he can fuck just like everybody else, what? Scarlet Witch is getting it. Trust me. Oh, just don't say it. It's just too much to think about. Like, like for real? <laughs> but okay. So, Vision will play the role of, uh, say, the, the Adam Warlock type character when they bring him back. Uh, by using the Mind Stone to communicate with the other stones, send them out into the galaxy to attach to a person, just like, you know, uh, Adam Warlock did in the comics. And the Soul Stone is said to attach to Adam Warlock, which will introduce him to the, M- to the MCU. What do you think about that theory, I guess? I think that's a good theory. I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but I think that's definitely a possibility. Well, if you've listened to our show, you know I don't read comics. (laughs) 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 So I got no fucking clue. So I'm going to say, yeah, sure. (laughs) I haven't read comics in in years. I mean, a lot of years. Longer than either of your lives, I'm sure. <laughs> I don't really care how it happens. I just want to see it happen. That's yeah. pretty much where I stand on it. I just I just think that they'd be better off if they didn't introduce time. It just seems like a cop-out to me. And that's what I was talking about before, the danger of using time and having that cliche come into play. But, Speaking of... Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Speaking of comic book references... Not really comic book preferences, but you were talking about preferences. Mm-hmm. You don't really read comics. Mm-hmm. I do read comics, but I'm not a Marvel guy. I'm a DC guy. Right. And The Flash deals with time travel a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one thing that they do right, not so much in the TV show, but in the comic books, is that there are always heavy-duty repercussions for it. Right. Especially in the case of Flashpoint. That was huge. It's not always like that, but there are always repercussions. So I, it would ha- I would hate to see they uh, them go on and not have any repercussions to going back in time and just fixing everything you know absolutely because it's just like okay just like you said with with flashpoint paradox all of that he 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 had major consequences for going back trying to fix whatever it was i can't even remember what it was he was trying to fix was it his mother's death the death of his mother yeah yeah okay so for fixing I mean, that one moment, of course, you know, you you start a snowball of things, and it's yeah. just that's what I can't understand. To the point Why of even you... going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, fucking Batman's a murderer with guns and that shit right. <laughs> because of what he did. <laughs> because of him, right? I know, because but because of the paradox. Exactly. So why would we put ourselves in this position? That's why I. That's what I don't want. I don't want time travel. Use the quantum realm. Go to other realities. I I would t- go to all these different Earths because that's some that's some flash shit too. <laughs> but don't don't fuck with time because it's it's it'll never end. Some it'll always be something wrong. Always you never get it all right. And the whole butterfly effect, you would have to you would have to address it somehow. Even though like one of my theories was like back in the beginning was. Cap uh, makes a sacrifice, and his sacrifice is to not to stay back in uh, World War t- World War Two with Peggy. But that fucks up a whole lot of stuff, you know. That's what I would like to see happen, but then it would just make too big of a mess going forward. So yeah, time is just uh, not on our side. 
<laughs> All right. Well, you guys got anything else? No. 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 Well, this has probably been the most fun that I've had in a long time on this show. Because talking to myself, it's all it's okay, but it's a little overrated. I I enjoyed talking to you guys today. Well, you're doing uh, a good job at it. Oh, thank you, and you guys do that. You excellently yourselves. I love to listen to from, and I'm saying it right this time, James, from A to Geeks. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, what is that? And I, yeah, what huh? is that? What is that? <laughs> you don't have to say that. But no, that's just our thing. We always make sure to say what is that. So, um, and if you guys listening, had fun listening to us, you get, you get to hear this all over again. Like just like time travel, in just a couple of weeks, I'll be over on uh, from A to Geeks, and I will be lending my voice to them for their episode. Uh, thank yes. you so much, guys, for joining. Come me. to the dark side <laughs> of the force, my friend. <laughs> okay, yeah, we're well, definitely looking forward to it. We can't wait to I am going to be. I'm going to wear my best. My best unseen outfit because we're doing this all audio so we don't even see each other and you know I'm pulling you into the skit of course (laughs) of course I think it'll it'll be fun I'm trying to be ready for it you don't have to be ready uh, I'm not ready most of the time (laughs) oh yeah no it's a fucking oh my goodness (laughs) dumpster are really really... what the fuck was I was trying to say (laughs) (laughs) I meant dumpster fire <laughs> it, it's really convincing you guys really sound like that you have some idea of where this shit is going when you when you go into your skits i probably that's probably one of the things that i enjoy i think i got creeped out by this last one i don't really like that that voice of matter? that uh you don't like samantha <laughs> no i do not yeah, samantha's <laughs> actually me believe it or not just my Are voice you- pitched up are you fucking kidding me? Nah, serious, that's me. <laughs> I did not like her. <laughs> yeah, it's creepy as oh fuck. God, yeah, that was too creepy. That was too creepy for uh, me. Really. Yeah, right there. I like it like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh that's my not- gosh. Yeah, that was that was good. I I enjoyed I, I enjoyed parts of it, but it was like the voice just just creeped me out. I knew that's the just, other AI funny. voice was that's you, but I, not, I would never have guessed this that Samantha was you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys want to know what I'm talking about, you guys have to check out from A to Geeks. I'm gonna let them tell you where to find them. All you, right, okay. so. If you go on to Twitter, you can go at From A to Geeks with a Z. On Instagram, at From A to Geeks with a Z. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash From A to Geeks. You guessed it, with a Z. And there you can click that big blue button at the top that says send message. And you can send us a message and give us your comments, give us your requests. You can like the posts that we have there. You can review and all that shit. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, every Monday except for this Monday, because we'll be releasing this episode instead of our own episode. Um, and my personal Twitter is at Dr. Doom and Gloom. That's D-R underscore the word doom, the letter N, and the word gloom. And you can find me on Twitter at PortuGeekMTL. That's P-O-R-T-U Geek MTL. 
And you can find me on Instagram at Portugil, P-O-R-T-U-G-I-L. That's all right. it. <laughs> and I think you guys know that all of my social medias will be in the show notes, description box, whatever you're calling it. I'll also add uh, Eddie and James's info down there in the info box as well. Thank you. No, no, not a problem. Thank you for making Listen, one Eddie, of- you're cutting her off from doing her outro. <laughs> I got a mouthful of M&M's. <laughs> I, I didn't, I wasn't ready. <laughs> but okay. Thank you so much for joining me for yet another week of After the Snap. This has been so much fun. You guys uh, stick around. We will be getting together again in a couple of weeks and over at From A to Geeks. But since I've got nothing else for this episode, I will catch you all on the flip. Mm-hmm.